Welcome to the Rise and Shine podcast series with Diane McKendrick, where we discuss filling your cup, embracing financial abundance, and designing the life of your dreams. Hello, hello, and welcome. Today we are up to episode number 55 of the Rise and Shine podcast series. So not only have I got 55 podcasts out there, I have also helped eight phenomenal, amazing women create and sustain their own podcast. So not just not my voice out there sharing my wisdom and my knowledge and my experiences with the world, but there's several other amazing, beautiful businesswomen leaving their legacy and recording their podcasts, which are going out to their followings and making a difference in those people's lives. So I just wanted to celebrate that today. I wanted to celebrate all the amazing women that I've got to work with in the past, right now and all of you that are coming on board i know a lot of you have been sitting on the fence or listening to the podcast or wondering how can i help you how can michelle and i and those two sisters in the tribe and the community that we've created help you well now might be the time now the time to really dig deep and get really honest about what you want in your life and uh, perhaps organize uh, come to our half day workshop or keep listening to the podcast. You can pop over there and listen to Michelle Ann's podcast, Soul Stories. Her podcasts are amazing. She interviews people and yeah, just people we laugh when people send us messages saying, We just binge listen to your podcast. But you know, that's every podcaster's dream, every influencer's dream that you're putting a message out there. It matters, it has a lot of meaning. We're on purpose. We're focused with focused intention and then to have people come to us and say, oh, I just spent, you know, the morning or the day or the week listening to your content and your podcast, they call it binge listening or binge watching uh, your content. So that's a dream come true for me, an absolute dream come true. And it was only just like a year ago or something that I was imagining that that would, that would happen. And it seemed so far away, but I got there. Now we get messages. Mm, was daily there for a little while. Um, it slowed off a little bit more now because this has become the normal. And yeah, probably weekly, we, we hear from all of you guys saying, I binge listen to this and it's changed my life. And when you said that, or when I read this in your book, heard this in your podcast, listened to this in your mastermind, it absolutely changed my life. So this is a possibility for all of you. Either have your aha moment or you're consuming our content uh, and start creating your own if that's the dream that you would like, or you can help others start to have their aha moment, whatever it is for you. But we've got to get some clarity. And I hope today through my share that I can give you some clarity. Um, you'll notice if you haven't already that I've got a slightly um, blocked up voice today. I've just spent two days in bed. I've been quite sick and really needed a rest. And it all is intertwined and weaved into the podcast. So I realized <laughs> I forgot to turn my sound off. So I'm going to pause for a second and turn everything off and I'll be back. Okay, so there we go. I am back. And I wanted to share that little part because so many of you are not getting started because it's not perfect or you can't make it perfect the first time around. The reason or one of the reasons I have been so successful and quite quickly is because I just get started. Anything that pops up like a ding, ding in the middle of my pod podcast, instead of re-recording it all, I can either one, edit it out or two, just share it with you as a lesson. 
Now that was life-changing for me in growing and scaling my business and my personal life, my health, my relationships. It's like, get started, take some sort of inspired action, gain momentum, and then we can shift and can change and we can edit and we can do all the things then. But just step one, get started. But before we do, I want to share with you the name of this podcast, the name of this podcast, so we're at number 55, is Struggle Street and why your dreams start here. So the last couple of days for me have really been a struggle. I've been quite ill with a head cold. We've just gone into lockdown, um, crazy lockdown time. It was a year ago to, uh, on the day that I started to get sick that we found out that Gus had lost his job. The school was getting closed down. Uh, there was so much happening. There literally was so much happening. And I realized I was living a trauma response and I didn't realize I was living the trauma response until I had that sick feeling in my tummy and I thought I was hungry. I'm pretty sure I shared on this last week in the podcast number 54. Are you holding on? Are your issues your identity? Go back and listen to that. It's been so powerful. I've got so much amazing feedback from you all. Thank you so much. But I realized in this moment, when I thought I was hungry, I had this feeling in, inside of my tummy that I was actually going through uh, anxiety. I was doing anxiety and I was having a trauma response to the feelings and the ideas and the things that were happening externally to me because it was nearly to the day. Last year, we got locked down again and had three months at home with so much uncertainty. Personally, we had health crisis and issues within our family unit. Um, Gus, as you all know, lost his job, which meant, you know, big things for our family. My business nearly failed down the gurgler, glug, glug, glug. Gus and I's relationship were on the rocks because we were both under an immense amount of stress. I started to get sick because I was so stressed about everything. So uh, fast forward a year and I realized what happens is unknowing to us, and you might find this, have you ever found that you might not see a person, you might have caught up with someone for coffee or dinner and it's not someone you catch up with regularly and two or three or four years later, you haven't seen or heard from this person since then. And then the Facebook memories, good old Facebook memories pop up. And what they show you is that literally to the day or the week, four or five years ago is the same time you caught up with that person. There is something higher than us at play and our brain is predictive. We don't know that this is happening, but we relive what goes in. Your brain is like a computer. So whatever has happened in the past for you and to you is what goes into the computer. When certain data goes into a computer, it spits out certain results. So your future is the results as a result of the data that has gone in. So what I have become a master at, are my little Esme's here, what do you need? She needs food. Pause again for a minute. So Esme's come out here, left all the doors open and then decided she didn't take any of the food anyway. I <laughs> just thought I'd share that with you. Where was I? Um, so we're talking about the brain being predictive. Your brain is predictive and whatever goes in will be spat out in the future. The only power that you have over it is the present moment. So that is where the magic happens. Now, the other thing that you can do and the other thing that I've become a master at personally and for my clients and anyone within my vortex or vicinity is to remap past experiences that we may have had a trauma response to that may have been traumatic or felt really icky or really hard or really scary and we remap that memory with love or we remap it with gratitude or we remap the memory with something more resourceful because 
there's always both sides. There's always the negative, but there's always the positive as well. And quite often with these terrible or perceived traumatic, terrible things that have happened to us, our subconscious is only calling in or pulling in the painful things, the hurting things, the things that we were scared of. But when we just take a moment, we can really dissolve the charge on that simply by going through a process that I take everybody through at the retreat. We just recently had our, I think it's our seventh soul mastery retreat. And honestly, guys, within three weeks, these women are kicking the ball out of the ballpark in terms of living their dreams, their wildest dreams that prior to working with me were not even a dream yet. They already reached their dreams in a couple of months. And within three weeks of the retreat, uh, we have one lady that got up on a panel. She, she literally did the vision board at the retreat three weeks ago. She wanted to be on stage, uh, reaching out globally to over 10,000 people. And I'm just doing a post this morning where she was on a panel and it went, was global online because of the lockdown, 15,000 people. And she got to speak and she was up there and she was radiant and she was glowing and she's elevating women and empowering women. And literally within three weeks, she put that on her vision board. We added emotion to it. We cleared and dissolved any fear, resentment, guilt charges that were coming up for her. Um, we added the emotion of what it was going to feel like, did a few other little tricks of the trade that I do with my peeps. And literally within three weeks, she was up there. So she's lived her wildest dream within. She's worked with me, I think, for two months and three months, uh, three weeks since the retreat. So this is what I wanted to talk about being on Struggle Street and why your dreams start here. Because for me, I got I started to get sick and get this head cold and it wiped me out for two days. I couldn't do any reading. I couldn't do any personal development. I certainly couldn't work. I literally just had to sleep. And my brain kept saying to me, because my belief is that I create everything in my life. I'm a vibrational being and whatever vibration I'm thinking, feeling, doing is reflected to me. So every time something happens for myself or for my family, I go, well, what role did I play in that? What was I thinking at a really deep subconscious level? What's happening for me? And so after I got better, after the two days of complete rest, I started to dissect that and pull that apart slowly because even that was exhausting for me. I just really needed a break. And I reached out and I got some coaching from my coach, Francesca Moy, who is my business coach. And she does so much more than business. Um, pop over. She, Michelle just interviewed her on her podcast, The Soul Stories. And it's hilarious, funny, deep. You'll be laughing one minute, crying the next um, where Francesca really shares a very vulnerable part of her life that she has never really shared before. So pop over to Michelle's uh, Soul Stories podcast and listen to that. But I had my half an hour with Francesca, which I get once a month. And I reached out, was like, I need extra support, not with the numbers, not with the business. But I'm at a point now, I realized like, why did I get sick? And the top surface level was because I had overextended myself. I had been to several events after not doing anything for nearly a year. I'd been to several physical events and this is the top of the layer. And she just helped me dig down deeper and deeper, deeper. Is that the truth? And I was like, well, no, actually, I thought it was, but no, not really, because I know how to be around people. Yes, I am an introvert. Um, yes, I prepared myself for these events and I was around people in my brain. The top part of my brain was telling me you got sick because you pushed yourself too much. And then I really thought about it. I was like, but I wasn't pushing. I consciously chose to go to each of these events and I protected myself and I wasn't tired at the event and I checked in before I left for each of the events. How am I feeling? Is this 
the path for me today, even though I've committed to it. If I was feeling exhausted or tired or like I couldn't make it, I didn't want to go, I would I would speak into that and I would speak my truth and I'd stay home and I'd rest. So I was like, yeah, you're right. That's not the truth. So she helped me unpack it layer by layer by layer. And I realized part of the reason that I got sick is because I'm making a massive, massive, massive leap in my business right now. And when I dissected it with her and we got deeper and deeper, I realized a lot of my words in my presentation at the moment, uh, when I'm talking to people, when I'm recording my podcast, when I'm recording all my mastermind content over there in the mastermind dashboard, when I'm doing guest speaking, I'm doing a lot more of that now. When I'm writing in my book, when I'm doing my lives, when I'm doing my coaching, I realized the words that were coming up was beyond my wildest dreams. My, my life right now is beyond my wildest dreams. I'm just about to publish and finish my second book. My first one went bestseller and I have no doubt in my mind, the second one will go bestseller, Amazon bestseller as well. I have a jewelry range. I've done a podcast. I've helped eight other people start their podcasts. I have a clothing line, merchandise. I have um, people wanting to sign up with my packages to the point where we need to qualify people now. My business is scaling out of this world. My team is reliable and capable and on point. I can trust them. And I realized in that moment as we started to pull everything apart that I was really struggling was because I hadn't created another dream. I had got my dream. And then all these fears started to come to the surface. I started to have this deep-seated anxiety in the pit of my stomach, like this yucky feeling constantly, like something bad was about to happen. And I knew, like I cognitively knew that this is self-sabotage. I'm self-sabotaging myself because everything's going amazing right now. And I would know it and I'd do the processes that I take myself and my clients through to move through it. And then a couple of hours later, I'm like, hmm, there's that feeling again. It's deeper than that. I need to keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. And so I realized I was, I was creating these self-sabotaging patterns for myself and neutralizing them. But then in a couple of hours, they were coming back. So I was dissolving and neutralizing in the moment. But what I hadn't done is prepared myself for the future. I hadn't prepared myself for the next dream. So there was nothing to move to. It was in this like really uncertain space. And so when I started to dream again, it's scary because I haven't had any um, time with this dream. I haven't had any time or connection to the next part of my life where I surplus a million dollars business, impacting people and supporting people and helping people and helping other women leave their legacy and helping other women be more present in their mothering and in their, if, if you're a mum or if you're a partner and really have this wholesome life. So I had to start create that. It's a compelling new identity and I move through it so quickly like a lot of you do um, and I've just moved so quickly and scaled so quickly that it was like I hadn't had time to catch up for myself. So my belief is I got unwell for a couple of days and I really struggled for a couple of days because it brought me back to the present moment and to ask myself, well, where am I now? Where am I going? And what do I have in place now to get there? Uh, because I hit it so quickly and I've got there so quickly in my mind and in physical reality that I was like, oh, okay, that's all it is. I just need a new 
um, compelling identity and I need to connect with her and I need to talk to her and I need to take advice from her. So let's call her in. But it seemed so far away from me, even as I was going through the processes and I put my phone down yesterday and I got my journal out and I just wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote. I had to call her in. I had to create this next thing and I had to just sit and take the time to do it. So beyond my wildest dreams, I had to dream beyond my wildest dreams. And this is what I want for you as well, because most of you won't even dare to dream. Because in the past, you've done something, said something, stepped up, someone said something or made you feel like a fraud or an imposter and like you're not good enough, so you're not going to do it again. But remember, <clears throat> it's just all the stuff that's gone in and if you're only looking at the negative side of those things, then that's what's the information that's going to be spat out the other side for the future. So we've got to go back, remap all of that, and then in this present moment right now, choose what you want choose who you are choose the way that you want to be choose what you want to create in this moment right now so the other part of the process for me was that I had put the dream on the outside of myself once again cognitively I know that the present moment is the power and I spend a lot of time here now however deeply embedded into my subconscious was that a dream is in the future and something that you're moving towards so because I had my dream already right now, I didn't know where to go from here. I didn't have a path. I didn't have certainty. And it took some digging to uncover that and then to start to create the neurons in my brain that helped me realize that the dream is not out there. The dream is not something I'm moving towards. It is in me and it is in me now. I've just got to connect with it. I've got to stay in alignment with my values and create the life that I desire within the uh, realm and within the vortex of my values and feel it right now. So it's also powerful. And I want to share this with you because no matter where you are at in your journey, this will happen for you. If you connect with yourself and have these conversations and get your head out of the phone, or out of the TV or out of the alcohol or out of the food long enough or out of the busyness and the distraction to ask yourself a few of these key questions. Who am I? Where am I going? What would really light me up? How do I want to feel every day when I wake up? What is it that I want to be, do and have five years from now, 10 years from now? Imagine yourself 20 years into the future. Do you want to be financially independent? Are you making steps right now in this moment to educate yourself, inspire yourself, empower yourself to make decisions? That means by the time you get to retirement age that you are going to be financially independent and not have to rely on an outside source. Because if you do those numbers, which I did the other day in my, in my wealth creation, um, pretty much 99% of people that retire at the age of, I think the average age here was 55. And if you retire from a job and you're expecting your superannuation to support you until the day that you die, because then I looked up, you know, the average death um, for Australians was this, and then you'll be living, if you're relying on that, you're living on the poverty level. So you've basically worked your whole life, your whole entire life for the last years of your life to make adjustments and downsize, which is fine if you want to do that, but I want you to have the freedom to choose. So I've just got to ask some of those questions. Now, we don't need to jump to that. If someone said that to me 10 years ago, I would have pressed bloody stop and got off and listened to something that was a bit easier and fluffier for me to understand. But now I know the value of this. I know the freedom in this. So I'm just going to seed it in there 
So those of you that are really serious about making a change in your life, that you can do it. And I want you to realize that when you're struggling and maybe that's now for you, maybe you're sick or you're doing an illness or an ailment or you're doing anxiety, maybe your business is going belly up because of all the shutdowns like mine did, mine did for a little while and maybe you've lost your job, maybe your relationship's breaking up, maybe your health is cracking up, whatever it is, there's a real gift in what you're going through right now. And when you start to feel better, or come through the other side of it, I really just want to ask you, what are your dreams? Where do you see yourself in five years' time, in 10 years' time? What do you want for yourself? What do you want for your family? How do you want to be remembered when you leave this earth? Do you want to be remembered as just the person that you would go for coffee with that was just so miserable and bitching and whinging and moaning and groaning all the time? Or do you want to be remembered as the person that people would leave you and say, oh, my gosh, I'm so inspired. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And just by being you and being in the vibration of you and sharing yourself and your smile that you inspire people. And you get to choose. Like, honestly, it is, it's a choice. And it's often the struggle or the things, the tough things that you have been through that are going to direct your direction in life. The things that you perceive you missed out on as a child often becomes, and this is a very chunked up version of it, I go through it in deep detail over in my mastermind in the soul purpose process where we, process where we help you elicit what your soul purpose is because you're already doing it. There's already clues through your life. So what we do is look at, the, actually, you'll need to go over there and do it. It's too big to explain. So soul purpose process in the mastermind. But basically what often happens is the things that you perceive you missed as a child becomes your soul purpose. And that's where you put your time and effort and energy in showing others how to close that gap in their life. Think about that. That's really powerful. I want you to run your memory bank over yourself as a child and then as a young adult and the things that you perceived you missed, whether it was your dad's attention or making your mum and dad proud, or maybe you were overweight or maybe you were sick or maybe you were anxious. If you've moved through all of that, there's going to be a part of you that wants to show others how to move through that. And you can speak from experience. You can tell them exactly what you did to get where you are today. And it's very powerful. And yeah, I recommend it for everybody. Your subconscious knows what your soul purpose is. Your heart and your soul know what your soul purpose is. But the way society is designed is to distract us, to distract us all and make us easy to manage as a collective and as a society. And as long as you're doing just what you're told, basically by society by parents teachers preachers then you're just going to keep towing the line and often there's an expectation discrepancy in what you want for your life because you're living other people's rules you're living other people's values and all of us do this until we're aware of it and we switch it and we change it the other thing that I learned recently um or probably a bit earlier in my journey for myself but recently being reflected through my clients is I want you all to know that if your parents, if you're living a life and taking actions and doing, being, having things, doing behaviors that align with your parents' values, they will be proud of you. Hey, this is another whole podcast. Maybe I'll do another podcast on it. So if your parents are super healthy and they're really financially wealthy and you're following in their footsteps of, you know, planning your wealth and being healthy, they're going to be proud of you. However, if you start to excel or do be have behaviors that are against your parents' values, 
they will be disappointed in you. And then this can direct people because basically, especially as we're young, our survival depends on getting our parents' recognition, getting our parents' acceptance. If our parents back in nature, particularly our mum or a dad for protection, if they don't accept us, we are out there on our own to perish and die at, at our most vulnerable. So there's something deeply inside us that's craving to make our parents proud. And so many of you, myself included, for a long time, I've worked through this, are living a life in order to make your parents proud. You become an accountant because your dad's an accountant. Or you want to be a doctor or a dentist because, you know, study and a high wage or being, being in a profession is important to your parents. But deep down in your soul, you just want to be a surfer. You want to be um, and going around the world and surfing and wearing your hair in dreadlocks. I don't know. That's obviously an extreme example. But I just want you all to notice that because that will create struggle. If you're living a life designed around trying to fit into somebody else's values, it's very subconscious. We don't realize that we're doing it most of the time. And when you do discover it, you can make some changes really, really quickly. Your life will open up and change straight away. So get really clear. I'll do another whole podcast on it because this is massive. This is massive. And if you're moving through the developmental stages of life and business with me, we break it down into five stages. There's a podcast on it up above from stuck to seen. Then as you're moving through those developmental stages, it's really important that we pull out specifically your values and see where you're living out of alignment with your values because you're trying to live somebody else's, usually your parents, your teachers, your uncle and your auntie, the people that are closest to you as a kid. Um, if you can crack that nut, then everything else is a, an easy, fun slide from there. Not quite, but yeah, definitely makes it a whole lot easier. So that's what I wanted to share with you this week. I just wanted to share with you that I'd been crooked for a couple of days. I took the rest that I needed. Um, a lot of it was a self-sabotage pattern also because I am literally got a half a chapter left in my book and the deadline I'd set myself was the end of last week. So I think that was playing a part in it as well. Of course, I didn't realise this, but if I get sick, I don't have to finish it because what does finishing the book mean? Millionaire mum, the best of both worlds, motherhood, mindset and money before I'm an actual before I'm a millionaire in real time in terms of my income I probably would be if I added all my assets up um, but you know I feel like a fraud I feel like an imposter I'm scared I'm petrified and I've worked through it and I've dissolved it but uh, I think deeper 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 down obviously the outside world and my experience is showing me there's still some work that needs to be done there so there's less than a chapter to go. I am so close, literally handed in for editing once that is done. And she's good as done. We'll, put it, we'll submit it for bestseller and we'll, we'll see how we go. I'm feeling pretty confident with it. Um, I've already had the pre-sale. If anyone's wanting a copy of the book, you can still get it for $22. Um, full price will be $35 when it goes out and it will be published by June. Um, so Millionaire Mum, the best of both worlds. And link will be in the bio. Just pop over to my Instagram or diamekendrick.com and go to the shop and you can purchase and there's all sorts of things that you can get there from me you can get all the jewelry all the clothing line jewelry line clothing line you can listen to all the podcasts you can order your cacao um you can whatever yeah basically all my little bits and pieces are over there so you can sign up for our workshops there's so much that you can do so yeah you can see why i've been a little bit stressed i've had a lot on my plate um, got some new ventures in the pipeline as well, deeply aligned with my path and my way forward and supporting people in their health, wealth, life and business. Um, wholesome, guys, all of the areas. I don't want you just to be really 
wealthy in terms of finances and then sacrifice your relationship with your partner or your kids because of that. It's really important to me that it's just a constant, um, it's a constant, I'm doing this with my hands, like moving my hands around, like a constant fluid, uh, I don't know what the word is for it. <laughs> it's just a constant like wave, a fluid wave that just keeps moving and moving and moving like that infinity symbol it's just round and about round and about cycle it's a cycle so quickly before I finish up the other thing that I noticed through my own interpretation and, and dissecting of what had happened for me in the last couple of days is now and I'm in a, I'm in a position of influence and I'm teaching people the way forward in life health business wholesome life and I was having this internal struggle or this internal um, battle this internal conflict that I worked really hard in my business like really hard burn the candle at both ends extremely hard and my belief was I needed to do that in order to get where I am right now now I'm in a position where I have delegated pretty much everything I spend my days um, recording writing educating and inspiring and I basically have someone else do the rest for me and I was running a guilt pattern over that. So I've neutralized that now. But what I realized is I'm teaching people how to do business, like lifestyle business. So as I unpacked it and pulled it apart, I was like, well, what do I tell people to do? They listen to me. They actually do what I say. I mean, a paradox here. I don't know what to tell them. I can either tell them uh, you've got to work really hard. You've got to burn the candle at both ends and you've got to be disciplined and you've got to turn up. Uh, and you've got to show up when others aren't prepared to. And you just got to push, 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 which I did for several years. And now I'm in this other place where I delegate everything and I just show up and I do my values. I do my sole purpose. And it's very zen. It's very fun. It's very easy. I was running the guilt paradox because it just felt too easy. And I was like, really, do I deserve all this? You know, um, it just seems too easy. And I was like, okay, well, which one do I tell people? So I had this conflict inside of me on what to teach. And as I unpacked that, uh, once again, I realized, well, what's the truth? And I talked myself through it down layer after layer after layer with some, some questions, some prompting questions that I ask myself, all of which you get over there in the mastermind. And I realized, well, what's the truth? The truth is that life and business is a cycle. And I hope this helps somebody out there. And there's going to be moments in your business still for me right now, even though I've delegated, even though I'm sitting pretty, even though I'm doing what I love to do, there's going to be cycles of head down, bum up. There's going to be cycles of where I'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning while everybody sleeps to get my workout in so I can spend the sacred time with my kids and my family in the morning and then I'm working till midnight. And the truth is that's a cycle that might run for one month, two months, three months. But then after that is that I'm going to take a rest. So this is what I teach. And this is how I, sh I show people through my packages and through the retreats, how to do this and how to listen to your own internal thermostat, how to tune in and know for yourself, whether it's a push, busy, go cycle, get shit done and you're on fire, or is it a pull back, relax, sit pretty and rest cycle. And there's a few others in between there that I go through and I can teach you um, in mastermind, but they're the two main ones. So I want you to look at your life. And the truth is, and what I teach now and what I help you tune into is, okay, it's cyclic. What cycle are you in right now? Let's honor that. Us as women in particular are cyclic. So we even break that down smaller into a month, 
as well. And we watch your patterns and then we design and plan your life around, it sounds woo-woo, the moon, your cycles and your patterns. And then we zoom out and we do it on a bigger level. So now I'm in a rest cycle and I'm about to go on holidays for two weeks. Instead of feeling bad and guilty about that, I can trust that I've got all the automation set up that I'm scaling, that I'm supporting, that I'm impacting because in my work cycle, I had my head down, bum up and I got it done and I asked for help and I trained my staff and I stepped up and I pushed the boundaries and I burnt the candle at both ends. You don't have to be that extreme. I tend to be fairly extreme, but you don't need to be. Um, so then when I rest, I really rest. I like to joke and say I'm really good at anything I do, but I realised the other day when I was sick, as I was like, I don't do sickness real well. I'm not real good at this. I complained and I whinged and I moaned and groaned and I was sniffing and snorting and oh, I thought, I don't do sickness really well. There you go. I found something I don't do really well. Um, but the magic that's come out of it on the other side, I feel really grateful for. So whatever you're experiencing right now, whatever you're going through, I'm sending you so much of my love. I hope that something that I've shared here today has been valuable to you. If you're wanting to start your own podcast, please reach out. Um, the other things that we've got available to you as obviously the retreat, um, we've got a half day workshop where we'll tell you about the retreat. So that's called Six Steps to Soul Success. Uh, and you all get a free ticket or podcast listeners get a free ticket to that valued at 20 bucks or 50 bucks if we do it in person. Uh, so, I mean, we offer so much, but just wherever you're at, we want to meet you there. We want to support you and guide you into living your best life and shining your light far and wide and making it a fun and enjoyable experience not one where you're going to burn out not one where you're going to run out of gas not one that's not sustainable it really is about the sustainability and scaling whatever area of your life in a wholesome way that feels good to you so yeah once again thank you so much i look forward to having a couple of weeks off but as promised these podcasts will be pre-recorded for you. So the content is there, the consistency is there. And I'm so excited. This isn't a push to do it. I felt better today and I was itching to get back in here, like designing my day so I could still spend time resting, so I could still spend time with my family. Um, Esme's in there watching a movie. My boys, my husband Gus and my little boy Ross have gone out <laughs> sailing. So when you hear me say beyond my wildest dreams, that's what I mean. I'm sitting here and it's so normal um, that I'm recording my podcast number 55. I know that my clients are out there doing their thing. <laughs> my boys are going sailing. We're preparing to go sailing as a family tomorrow on one of our boats. Uh, and then we're leaving for Marimbula on Monday, which we literally decided today. So we're leaving, decided today, booked today. Today is Saturday. <laughs> we leave on Monday. That gives me one day to go sailing, pack and organize the house. Um, and plan my work week but anyway I thought this is true wealth Gus came in and he said to have the income to do that and the time to do that that I can just pack up and go and all the work that I do have booked is all online that is true wealth to be able to go together spend the time together with Gus's parents be by the beach and just choose it just choose it because it's what I need right now it's what I desire that special time with my family I just want this for all of you guys. And it feels so normal now. And so wherever you're at, let's dream big. Let's go beyond those wildest dreams that our brain stops us at. Because honestly, the only thing stopping you from getting there is yourself. And when we can clear that crap away for you, 
Uh, the world, I know it's a cliche, but the world is your oyster. Really feel that from me, guys. It's not all smooth sailing. There's some rocky seas. There's definitely some rocky seas, but it's so much more fun when we get to do it together. So thank you for joining me. I'm looking forward to sharing and blogging uh, over the next two weeks so you can see what holidays look like for me. Or maybe I won't. I'll just depend and see how I feel. So thank you. Thank you. I love you all. And I'll see you next week. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I would like to personally invite you to my next workshop, The Six Steps to Soul Success. It's four hours with me where I personally take you through the six steps that I have taken to build the life and the business of my dreams. We hold them online and offline and all you need to do is send me a personal message on Facebook or Instagram. And if you take action now, I will honor that with a free ticket. The online tickets are valued at $20 and the offline at $50. So if you take action, send me that message. I will ensure that my team secures you a free ticket to join us and start taking the first step to living the life of your dreams.